Greetings and welcome to Bible Learning Cup. I'm your host. How many women can you name in the Bible that brought damage in some way, shape, or form? Let's just do two easy ones and then get down to a little bit of study. Sure, you can use a broad brush would be Eve. Yeah, Eve did this, listened to the serpent, and brought some damage. Okay. Uh, who else? Uh, Samson, Delilah. Uh, yeah, sure, Samson. She brought a man in with apparently a razor in his hand or whatever and, and told him to cut those seven locks off of Samson's hair and uh, damage there. Okay. Now, where else do we have this thing here? Let's go ahead to Second Samuel 2016. I want to talk to you about some different things that uh, what prompted this Bible study is a woman on anchor back when they were giving away $1,000 to people to do just what you and I are doing right now, making these podcasts, listening to these podcasts, and, and building the station. Uh, uh, and the wonderful person won it. And she counted up, says, wait a minute, there's only like 20 or 30% of the of the contestants on our women of the top, whatever it was back then, top 50 or whatever. I thought, well, let's do a, let's do a Bible study on women. See if some women brought some damage and see what this thing's all about. Now I'm going to read the Bible kind of quickly. I'm going to anglicize some of the words just for context. We're not changing scripture. Just going to read it just for the, like reading the answer to a question. Second Samuel 2016, there's a big battle going on. And uh, the guy that killed Goliath sent a guy down with a bunch of troops to take care of business. And so he's getting ready to tear this wall down. No one's really doing anything. Then cried a wise woman out of the city that's being tore up. Hear, hear, say now, I pray unto Job, come near hither that I may speak to thee. And when he was come near to her, the woman said, Are thou Job? And he answered, I am he. Then she said to him, Hear the words of thine handmaiden. And he answered, I, I hear. Then she spake, saying, They were wont to speak in old times, saying, They shall surely ask counsel able. And so they ended the matter. Call it almost kind of like an oracle. By the way, the word oracle is in the Bible, but that's a that's a different thing, King James Version. Um, and so, end of the matter. I am one of them that are peaceable and faithful in Israel. Thou seekest to destroy a city and a mother in Israel. Why wilt thou swallow up the inheritance of the Lord? So the guy's going to answer. He says, he says, hey, far be it from me. I'm going to swallow this thing up. Uh, he says, the matter's not so. He said, but there's a man. Uh, of Mount Ephraim, the guy's name is Sheba, his, his son of, the, give the dad's name, Bertree. Uh, in those days when a kid got in trouble, a lot of times the dad, sometimes the dad was mentioned, or his family was mentioned. Uh, he's lifted up his hand against the king, even against King David. He said, she, he said, deliver him, I will depart from the city. Now what'd the woman do? What'd the old woman do? She And the woman said to Joab, behold, his head shall be thrown to thee over the wall. Then the woman went to the all the people uh, in her wisdom. Oh, little that. Then the woman went into all the people in her wisdom. All these guys that raided fight to the death, and uh, they cut off the head of Sheba, the son of Bertree, cast it out to Joab. He blew the trumpet. They quit from the city. Everybody went to his tent. The day was saved. Now that's unusual. That's very unusual. In fact, we're going to talk a little bit later about a woman named Deborah, who actually judged Israel under a tree. And uh, I don't want to give too much away, but if you, any of you out there who are alive when Golda Meir was, uh, I get whatever she was, president of Israel back then, they people used to not use the word channeling, but compare her to Deborah as a woman who run. Not very few women ever run Israel, or or I know Margaret Thatcher is a woman at one time. She kind of ran England. It's it's rare, but it it did take place, and so that's uh, something to think about how history repeats sometimes. Now, this guy, uh, we're going to talk about a guy named Sisera, who was actually talked about uh, by this Deborah under a tree. Anyway, to, this is another story now about a woman who had to bring some damage, but ultimately it's for a pretty good, pretty good purpose. 
Now, a guy named Sisera, he fled away on his feet to the tent of Jael, the wife of Hebner, the Kenite, for there was peace between Jabin, the king of Hazor, and the house of Hebner. Man, I'm telling you, when you get in trouble, you have no business going to another man's wife when he's not home. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. This man's going to learn the lesson, and you basically will. You know, I was segue here. If you guys got problems out there, and the man's not home, the woman's home, oh, you've been with the, you know him so well, you'd never do anything. Don't do it. You're better off taking the $100. You'd say, oh, let me order some pizzas or some whatever reason you think you have to go to her house when the man's not there. Hire a cab driver. Call a cab driver, a good one. Give him 100 bucks. Put it in his pocket. Have him help you with your problems. He'll sit. He'll listen. He'll give a dress. He'll take you all over town. Do not go to the home with another man's wife. <clears throat> Let's just see what happens to this little dude, how he gets his. Well, she, smart girl, she went out to meet the guy and said to him, you know, Come on in here. Uh, when he turned in, now she had an idea. She was going to take care of him. She covered him up with a mantle. So that's nice. Come on, you know, cozy up or just cover the guy. All it says, cover her. He said to her, give me, I pray thee, a little water to drink, for I'm thirsty. She opened up a bottle of milk, gave him to drink, and covered him. You know how little children, come time they can't sleep. Mama has to make a little milk and honey sometimes. And so now you children, you settle down now. Mama's going to make you some milk and honey. It can be a little bit sleep-inducing. By the way, this guy's an enemy. Enemy of good sense, number one. He's also an enemy in the, sto in the story. He was a bad guy, very bad guy. Anyway, after he drinks this milk, he says to her, Stand by the door of the tent, and it shall be that if any man comes to inquire of thee, say, hey, there's nobody in here. But I'm paraphrasing. Then Jael, Hebron's wife, now here, it's one of the few times a woman kills a man with her hands is in the Bible. Then Jael, Hebron's wife, took a nail of the tent and took a hammer in her hand and went softly into him and smote the nail into his temples and fastened it to the ground. Temples, plural, baby, it went all the way through. Uh, it says he was, fat, he was weary and he died. All right. Now, what do you think about this? Now, this Barrett guy who was pursuing Cicero, uh, Cicero, he'd already had a conversation with Deborah, the woman who was doing the judging, and uh, he was a bad man also. He goofed up and didn't get his things right. So, okay, we have a woman who had to do a take another man's life. It would, we don't have any real bad right and wrong people in politics now. You know, we have people we say are bad. But let's just say, I don't want to say Adolf Hitler, but th that kind of a thing. If that kind of a thing manifests and a woman had a chance you know, to the enemy of her country, back when countries meant something back then. So it was basically a good thing in biblical days. Now, let's talk about a woman killing a man uh, on a tower situation. And this went throughout his note. In Judges 9.51, just take your finger and just in your mind's eye, just hold it up. It's like, oh, well, over here in Judges, there was a strong tower within the city, and there fled all the men and women. They went up to the city. They shut up in the tower. And now Abimelech came to the tower and fought against it real hard. And he, won, he was going to burn that tower with fire. Now a certain woman got a piece of a millstone, tossed it on his head, and it says it broke his skull. It, it says it broke his skull. That's what it says right here. Now, so as the guy, he's kind of woozy, he says, hey, to his armor bearer, kill me so people can't say their woman killed me. And then when that happened, everybody left. So you might say, okay, well, the woman threw out a, she was probably pretty good at it. If you live in a tower and you're tossing stuff out of there all the time and stuff, you'll probably, you know, probably get a pretty good eye after a while. I don't know. Now, this is mentioned again. Mentioned that now we're going to go clear to Second Samuel. Where were we? We were over in Judges. Now they're going to bring up her deed uh, again over in Second Samuel. And they're recounting this when uh, uh, they tried to kill another guy. Uriah got killed by 
having a real pretty wife. That's another story we'll talk about some other time. But all the way in Second Samuel, talk about, don't you remember who smote Abimelech, the son of Jerubaseth? Did not a woman cast a piece of millstone from the wall that he died? See, they're, clear, they're talking about clear over in Second Samuel when a woman kills a man. And that's why it's not popular to say, ladies, this is just, we're just talking here, if you're listening in. A lot of times you don't want to take women in combat. One reason is separating emotions from performance, which is a known thing. But another one is it makes the other guys fight way more. Here's a case right here where the guy clear over and judges. He's saying, don't you remember a woman who killed a guy out there? It does something to these men. It, it in, enrages them or peps them up to find out there's a woman in the ranks. It, it, it's just true. They just fight so much harder. Uh, and there's been pilot programs on that. But look, as we're seeing, women can't hold their own here. Now, remember about Samson? We already talked about Samson. Let's go to Deborah, the woman under that tree, how she had to administer some, some justice. Now, so far, we've got some women that have brought some pain a little bit here that have damaged some things. Women have brought some damage. Now, did you know all about this? As I get ready to start here, reading this one, can I have to have a show of hands, or if you want to, just tap the little applause button or something. I'll listen. How many of you think you know up there about somebody who rode on an animal that's all white, rode on an animal that's all white, has ears and a tail, and has hoofs, and, and uh, riding on those things, all white? A lot of people would say Jesus Christ or that, you know, different... Uh, different uh, horses and that's true for sure but also this woman deborah in the bible has a song out of her calling her a mother of israel and it talks about riding on white asses and sitting in judgment you probably don't get that in the bible study but it's over in judges 5 7 says the inhabitants of the villages ceased they ceased in israel until i that i deborah arose that i arose a mother in israel this is king james version right out texas receptus you don't hear much about a woman being called a mother in Israel. Mary, they try to get a mother, but not this woman. She says they choose new gods when there was war, and the gates was a shield and a spear seen among 40,000 Israel. See, she did a little uh, inventory of the armory mentally about how many spears. 40, okay, I got 40,000 spears here. Uh, sharp girl. She says her heart's towards the governor of, of Israel, that they offer themselves willingly among the people. And lastly, Judges 5.10, speak... Ye that ride on white asses, ye that sit in judgment and walk by the way. It's just a little, it's a little bit of almost trivia, but this stuff starts to add up after a while. Okay, so how'd you do out there? Were you able to talk about some women who had to bring some damage throughout the Bible? It's interesting. It's fun. And once you read the Bible cover to cover, all this stuff about women doing this stuff, about children doing things, about animals doing things. But don't you forget about you doing some things. You get it all right with Jesus. Don't you call a cab driver for $100 or go over to another man's house when he's away and the woman say, oh, I, even if you know him, you had barbecues together, maybe you went to school with him, you're just a neat. Stay away from another man's wife in that house. I'm telling you right now, you don't know how many tears I've seen. Oh, but the part you want to get squared away with is Jesus Christ. That's who you want to come to clean and get. If you're a mason, they have a cable, you believe you have a cable around your soul. You can't, Jesus can break that cable. There used to be a bumper sticker that says, Masonic ties get broken free at the cross or something like that. Way back in the day when you had bumper stickers like that. Very rare, but back in the hip, hippie movement, Jesus movement. There's nothing can stop you from Jesus. I don't care if you took an oath, if you wrote your books, pricked your finger with blood, 
the whole shooting match, got involved in the Hollywood scene, got involved in a cult ritual. Jesus Christ is the author. He's the finisher. He can break those strongholds. You can cry out to him right this very minute. Right this minute. Say, what's Jesus? I, you're, you're right. Yeah, I, I, I do believe it. I believe you got on that cross for me, sacrificed, died. You rose again. Oh, they tried to seal him in, tried to get the thing, the stone sealed, the whole thing. Not much air in there. Tried to change the thing on his death sentence. Guy tried to change the three different wordings up there above the cross. Everything tried to change. Tried to uh, change the story. So some Jews uh, came over here, the Jewish disciples, tried to steal his body. Everything they tried to change about Jesus. But he's not changing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord bless you. Accept Christ as your Savior. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you're saved. Thanks for stopping by. It's called Bible Learning Cup. Always a pleasure talking to you.